Let's do one, two, three, four, five, and then clap on six, okay? But you got to do the ands. One and two and three and four, that? Yes. And then we'll clap five and and clap on six? Yep. Okay, here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. One and two and three and four and five and... Oh, I forgot to clap. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider... And your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. I am in Bristol, Tennessee on an off day. Uh, we're parked right outside the Paramount Theater, and I'm in one of the green rooms. Hanging out near the toilet. Oh, that's nice. I did want to talk to you. We're not going to talk about the movie The King, which is a movie you've been trying to get me to watch forever, but I did watch it last night. The King? Yeah, the Timothy Chalamet film. And by, and I've been trying to get you to watch it for ages, for like two years. No, oh. okay. Where he plays King Henry, he's yeah. the reluctant prince, the thinnest king. I think they called him the thinnest king. He is a very thin man. He's like a wisp of a man. He always has the same face in all of his movies. But there's a really great cameo by Robert Pattinson where he plays this evil French dude, and man, it just made the whole movie so much better. Robert Pattinson, who would have thought all those years ago, the Twilight guy. I mean, I never watched the Twilight movies, so I missed I missed them in those. But I'm well, not, spoiler I'm, alert: they I'm, were real bad. Oh, damn it! I was getting ready to watch them. I was waiting for them to come on the Three Penny Opera circuit from the 1930s. I was going to go back in time and watch them from in the 30s, but if they're not that good, I guess I maybe won't see them. Well, here's what that movie made me do as soon as it ended. I went down a two, three-hour YouTube rabbit hole of what life was like in the Middle Ages for people. Uh Uh-huh. Real bad. Well, if you want a glimpse of life in the Middle Ages, let me recommend The Tudors. Because, dude, I've been tooting real hard for the last month. Yeah, but I'm watching, like, YouTube videos of, like, people who really studied it. It's not all punched up for TV. Oh, it's not punched up for TV, the stuff you're watching? No, it's about how like people shit in castles. and Oh, nice. People just died of disease at 22 years old. And right. Plague, death, poverty, and then the rich people were just drunk and fucking 24-7. Yeah, tooting. They were tooting. They were tooting. And then you know what? If I'd been there and I was in that class system, I'd be tooting along too, dude. Dude. Here's what I'm no, here's I'm what no I, hero. Here's what I know about me. If I'm king, I'm tooting. But here's the thing. I'm not going to be cool for long. No, I'm going to give it. If you become king, if I see that scrolling marquee at the bottom of CNN, be I'm going to sh- give it a I'm going to give it a solid half hour before be heads sh- are rolling. No, it'll be longer than that. It'll be about six months. But if you see B. Schneid's the king. Best thing to do is stay off my radar. Oh yeah, just I'll stay off my radar. Life. Don't. Here's what you don't want to do: get and get too close to the to the tude, because man, everybody that got close to the tude or the tuders, the tudes, they all get they all got their head lifted off their shoulders with the old shiny steel blade well there's a great line in it because when he was the reluctant king he was kind of a part he was he was somewhere else partying and fucking whores and stuff and he had this kind of big galoot guy that was his buddy and then when he became king 
he wanted to recruit his buddy into his like cabinet or whatever. And his friend said, Kings only have followers and foe. Yeah. I can't he said, I can't be your friend anymore. Kings only have followers and foe. And it's true. Yeah. He's off with his head. You can't be your buddies with a king. No. I no, I wouldn't have any friends. I'd have followers and foes, but mostly followers because my foes would be they'd get real foed out. But I like that he said he didn't say foes. He said you have followers and foe. Well, he's plural. The, yeah. Plural he was indicated. Using, he was using that old English, dude. Like that's people think that F. that's just a drink. That's just a that that's just a refreshing beverage, malt liquor beverage. But old English is an actual thing where they didn't have S's. And here's how a lot of kings died because they lived a little longer, right? Because they had they were taken care of a little bit. Yeah. But here's how they all died: covered in sores. Oh yeah. If they didn't die in battle, <laughs> they were dying of fucking leprosy or something. Here's how they lived, and here's how they died: covered in sores, dude. Oh, if you look God. back then, you were covered in sores, dude. You were soared up. That's where the term thesaurus comes from. I did not know that. Yeah, it just means the sores. The... You writing any songs? You got any good songs? I mean, I'm always writing good songs. I've been a, I've been on a bit of a, I've been on a bit of a, a good little streak here with my songwriting, which I'm pretty happy about, because it doesn't nice. happen that often. What do you attribute a good streak to? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It could be too that they're not that good, but I think they're good. It could be that I've just got low expectations now, and so if I write anything, uh, I think it's better than it is. But I wrote one that I think I'm going to be able to play in my live shows, which is hard to do. It'd be like Paul Simon blasting out another uh, Graceland. No, just blasting out another like Fifty Ways to Leave Your Lover, like. It's hard to do that. Once you've got, you know, you can call me Al, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover, Slip Sliding Away, which is what I got with my songs. It's hard to meet that standard. But I've been meeting it and exceeding it. Maybe it's because I've been tooting so hard. Mm, little mead, little chicken bone. Yeah. Metaphorical. Little off with his head. Nothing like a little metaphorical mead to get that songwriting up to speed mm. by the way that's going to be the name of my new album metaphorical mead bitch <laughs> with the bitch with the bitch on it now i wrote a song called songwriting 101 that i'm a, it's not even i haven't even handed it into the group yet but i'm hating my favorite line is right in the blues come on man don't fuck me by asking. There's nothing in this world that's an easier task than that three chord bullshit. Oh God! Didn't even <laughs> rhyme. No, Ooh. it rhymes. Asking and tasking, and then that three chord bullshit. I mean, there's nothing to it. Just ask me. I always do it. Haters <laughs> be hating in that song, dude, and I'm the What's hater. Well, that's why you need sunglasses 24-7 so you can see through the hate. People ask me, they're like, it's cloudy outside. Why are you wearing sunglasses? And I say, there's more than one reason to wear sunglasses. Yeah. The, yeah. the last four, I wore out my last four sunglasses. I was wearing them so hard. Well, because the future is so bright. 
Dude, the future was so bright that I wore my sunglasses. I don't even think you could wear them out, but I wore them out. They just fell off? Pronto. Well, again, I was tooting pretty hard, so that could have had something to do with the damage. It says it says on the box, not, you know, the warranty's void. If you toot hard, vo- the warranty could be voided a bit. So I'm like... So I got two choices, stop tooting or take my chances. I took my chances. Yeah, toot on. <laughs> Dude, of course. Toot on. Toot on. The Beatles said it. I mean, who am I, am I going to argue with George Harrison? He's dead, dude. Don't argue with the dead. Have we learned a lesson, if not that? He survived a stabbing. Yeah. When you survive a stabbing, you're not going to argue with that person. No. Who stabbed him? A crazy Beatles fan. Oh, is that the, I broke in through the bedroom, bathroom window? (laughs) But she came in through the bathroom window. That's a Paul song. I know, but is that who he's talking about? No, that song was written in 1969. George Harrison was stabbed in the mid-90s. You know why, though? Because he was, first of all, he was tooting. Uh, and what do you do when you do? We already established this. You get stabbed. You either in the have fault. Fo- you either have followers. Yeah. Or, or you have foe. He had foe that day. That's where that term foe comes from, by the way. Because a lot of people call it fa, but it's foe. He ain't lying. No. He's he he lying in the ground dead because he's George Harrison. Well, I was supposed to go home for these two off days because I'm very short drive to Nashville, oh. but I couldn't. What because happened? my wife my wife got COVID. And is it so much that she had COVID or is it that she put it on the internet that she had COVID? If Do you, you got, know which one got, of that answers it is? If you got COVID, just keep it yourself. Do you know which one of the answers it is, the reason that I did not go home? Yeah, is it, it was, because it she had COVID or is it because she decided to post it on the internet? If you got COVID, keep it to yourself. Otherwise, suffer the consequences. I had a car rented. I was going to pick it up in the morning. And it went bye-bye. And now I've just been walking around Bristol like a fucking zombie. Can't see my kid. Can't go home for weeks. Sad. How many times do you think you've had COVID over the last year? <sighs> I never tested positive, and I only say that because I was touring when the world reopened, and I was having to get tested a lot to do some shows. Chris Stapleton, every show, a couple of Jason Isbell shows, you get to get tested before, and yeah, you don't play. So I never tested positive, and I was testing a lot for my job. And every time I was fucking scared because no one wants to be the reason that everyone has to go home and not make money. Um, now, were there times that I was on the road and felt a little sick? And someone said, hey, you want to take a COVID test? And I said, nope. <laughs> Dude, yeah. when I saw you at 30A last year, I was sick as a dog. And I went and took a COVID test and I tested negative for COVID. But I tested positive for being real fucking sick, dude. Well, and the it was one, January. People get fucking colds and flus I know. in January. And the one time that I had COVID, I tested positive for, oh, is this it? I tested positive for, am I... I don't feel anything. I tested positive for I don't feel anything. And really, 
this is what everybody got excited about? Now, well, don't get me wrong. It, I'm not an anti-vax or anything, but I got jabbed. My wife did too. And she's got, had it about three times. Um, I got jabbed too. Like, here's the thing though. Uh, don't sell me a car. And then I get into the car and it's not a car. You know what I'm saying? Well, someone said, well, maybe because I was sad to not go home. And uh, someone said, well, maybe you can go home, but if you wear a mask the whole time. And I said, hey, I am never wearing a mask again. Period. Well, it's the person that's sick that's supposed to be wearing the mask. Well, and they don't do shit. I well, mean, they'd come on. They do a little bit. If you're wearing a mask and you're sick, it stops giant globules of your shit from cruising I know, around. But... I know. But but listen, I'm out on the road, dude. I'm around crowds of people every day. Oh, yeah. Someone's getting sick. We're getting sick. Every every day you're getting subjected to COVID. All I know is I couldn't see my daughter. Dude, speaking of Toy Story and not being able to see your kids, my son left for college today. Well, he left my house for college today, but he officially leaves tomorrow morning on a plane. And my wife was crying and my daughter was crying and me not crying because I mean, mainly because I was tooting real hard, but and I've been tooting, as I mentioned earlier. To see but, your children leave is devastating to me. It's like my greatest fear. Yeah, but trust me, dude, a lot of stuff happens between now and 18. I know. There's a lot of, there, like, all of that, all of that crazy, like, where your kid shuts you out of their life, and you're like, hey, what happened to my sweet 11-year-old, 10-year-old, 9-year-old, It's preparation for when they leave. Yeah, it, it's to kind of prepare you for that separation that, that's going to happen. And so by the time it happens, you're kind of like, oh, uh, I've already scarred up my heart pretty good for this. So I just wanted Nova to stay seven forever. And I guess that's just not how God made things because she didn't. She's nine now. And I just feel like I have a lot of regret about traveling a lot during the squishy years. Well, I mean, I like that. I think about that because my son's, 18 my daughter's 10 years younger so i know what ends up happening and so i'm like well i should spend every moment with my daughter now that i can but i don't want to spend every moment with my i love my daughter more than anybody in the world there's nobody i love more than my daughter in the world my son's a close tied for first but I don't want to spend like it's I don't want to spend that much time with her. I don't really share that. I mean, I, I definitely have moments where I'm feeling kind of selfish or tired or, you know, I don't have a lot in common with a nine year old no. and her, the, the things that excite her are boring to me. Yes. So I, I do know that feeling, but I do think I'm more existentially bummed about it than you. But maybe it's because you've been through it where it. I think I want to be around her more than you do, but I understand that not all of it's like super fun for an adult, for sure. Your kids can annoy you, and it, that makes more guilt for me in a weird way. I started doing this thing. I was talking, thank God I've got my friend Johnny out here with me who's got two kids, and so we his, his kids are young too, and 
we were just talking about it. I was like, dude, when I go home, I'm just going to say yes to everything. And I told Nova on the phone. I kind of painted myself in that corner. I said, hey, when I come home, whatever you want to do, we're going to do. And she was like, I'm going to make a list. I said, make it. And she was like, well, we're going to play basketball. Then we're going to do art. It's like she made a long list. And there was, a, I hate to say it, it was a little part of me was like, oh boy, what have I done? But then when I went home, I said yes to everything. Even when I was tired and when it was hot and I felt fat outside shooting the goddamn hoops. And I kept missing because I suck at basketball and I had to keep chasing the ball. But I said yes, and I, I just made myself do it. And then I laid in bed at night, and I was like, I should have done this her whole life. Well, so, if, if my daughter was going to make a list of what she wanted to do, it'd be like, oh, I'm going to watch Barbie for eight hours today. And it'd be like, yeah, we, okay, we watched Super Mario fun. Brothers for the second time, which I don't love that movie. Well, they have, a, they have a Barbie animated series that's... I. I don't know if these people were like straight up tooting when they wrote it and made it, but it is the worst piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. But she loves it. She and loves therefore, it. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. When you're eight, you don't know if your clothes are comfortable. You don't know if what you're watching is pure shit or not. You don't know anything. You do know if there's a hair on your cheese that you're aware of. Like, oh, daddy. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> I made my daughter, I make my daughter waffle, Eggo waffles. That's what she likes. So I make them for her. Now, is there any nutritional value in Eggo waffles? No. Do I sometimes make her a dunk egg so that she has a little bit of nutrition for her developing brain? Yes, I do. But most of the time, she just wants an Eggo. Right. I make her two Eggo waffles, put a lot of butter. I figure, like, maybe there's some nutrients in the butter. <laughs> Anyways. Well. I go over there today, and she's only eaten a half of one, and there's a full Eggo waffle. And I'm like, well, I guess she wasn't hungry. And start eating that fucking, of course, start eating the untouched Eggo waffle. Oh, what are you going to do? Throw it away? All dad's main job is to finish their kid's goddamn food. But as I'm eating it, I start my fucking Sherlock Holmes part of my brain starts kicking in. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Why didn't why did, she eat this? Why, why didn't she eat it? And we just got a cat not oh, long ago. Boy. We got a cat about a month ago. And I know that there's a, been a couple other food items that she hasn't eaten because at some point the cat will just go up and start licking the food. Now, what it was doing before it was licking the food is licking its anus that has cat poop on it. So I'm about halfway through... And when I say I'm about halfway through the egg waffle, I've been eating now for about 0.5 seconds. Like all this happened real fast in my brain. And then I'm like, with the food in my mouth, Scarlett, did you not eat this egg waffle because the cat was licking it? And she's like, yes, daddy. Yeah, fuck it. Who cares, though? Fucking eat it and love it. I spit that shit out, dude. You spit it out? Dude, do you have a cat? Fuck no. <laughs> All right. Well, trust me when I say this, dude. You don't want to tongue kiss a cat. I don't care how hard you're tooting. No, it's horrible. The information is horrible. It truly is disgusting. There's just, there's something in me that's like, fuck it. Fuck I mean, it. it was so good. That egg was hurt so you. good, but I spit it out. And then I was like, maybe I should just make myself a fresh one. We played, we played a show two days ago. We were opening for Grace Potter, which was interesting. And I made a cocktail, made a stiffy, 
made a big boy cocktail. It was in a blue solo cup, kind of like this cup, but blue. And I went up to, I have a guitar vault where all my guitars are. And I put my cup up there and I was getting my shit going. And then I looked over and someone had overturned the cup. And I said, hey, there's all these stagehands around. I said, hey, anyone seen a blue solo cup with a little medicine in it? And the guy goes, oh, yeah, I dumped it all out. There was a hair in it. I said, listen, man, it was probably one of my golden locks, first of all. Right. Number two, don't ever do that again, dude. What are you doing? I don't care if there's a hair in it. Dude, you can put a fucking wig in there. It's got alcohol in it. It'll take care of any fucking problems with the It was one of mine. Yeah. And what is he, my mom? What is he? Is he my... Who is he to me? He's looking out for my drink. There was a there was a hair in it. I didn't think you'd want it. Huh? You don't know me, baby. Yeah. You should be like, hey, man, next time document it and show me a picture, and it better be the fucking craziest hair I've ever seen, because if it's just a regular it hair, better you dump be- my drink out. You- <laughs> it, dude, it better be a dude, fucking pube from a golem. Dude, if I was, if I was straight up tooting, and I was the king, and somebody dumped my drink out, Ooh. Oh, dude. Bye-bye. Bye. dude. What's funny is we're joking about that, but so I'm talking hundreds of years. People's entire lives and the lives of their children and their children's children under the regime of men who did that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just normal. Dude, and the church, like the church now is like, oh, the church is like, oh, we're celibate and we're you know we're here to celebrate jesus didn't know back in those days it was straight up a power grab to get into the church it was you had two ways to go military you're gonna get murdered or the church those were the two ways to power or be born into it in the monarchy but you had to be born but if you if you were just a dude who was like i'm gonna go to the top church or military and then if you got to the top of the church, man, it was game on. You Whatever you wanted to fuck, you were fucking in the church. 100, 100%. And now they're like, oh, no. We're... It's a tale as old as time. Dude, it's as old. It's a tale told so many times. It's a tale as old as time. I mean... I'm just letting the period, you know, like when, when world, way down. you know, when worlds collide in science fiction movies, it goes real slow because it's mm-hmm. taking place in the distance. Yeah. So the moon is hitting the, the, the planet and it's like, <laughs> after you said that, I was just waiting for that period to fall, but it was taking a long time. Well, now everyone's all whipped into a frenzy about aliens again. It's like every 40 years, they're like, you know what? What's the latest on aliens? Because I'm doing a podcast tomorrow with a guy, and he's wanting to discuss aliens. Did they find some some <laughs> alien stuff? All right, I'll be generous to the, to the new claims, all right? I'll dispassionately tell you what's going on. Or should we wait until we're in the secret weekly to discuss? Because this is some national security shit. Well, this is all known information. There's a whistleblower. Oh. A whistleblower came out. It's been testifying. Basically, it said, like, hey, there are recovered vehicles that are not Earth-made. And okay. then not only that, but on these vehicles were bio 
logics, life forms, they're calling them biologics, uh, that are not from Earth. Okay. And and then they go, you've seen these. You've touched these vehicles. You have seen oh, these no, biologics. Has, no, I've talked to people. I've talked to people that saw them. Yeah, I saw I saw that article. I'm like, what? You talk, shit, get the fuck out of here. Let me talk to the guy who actually t- touched and saw. But look, let me clear the debris away from all this. Let me just set the record straight for all of our babies out there. Because I want to say a few things. Because when I start being skeptical about the whistleblower who hasn't seen shit, people go, yeah, but you, you don't believe it. Answer. Listen. Aliens exist 100%. There are a trillion, trillion galaxies that themselves contain trillions and trillions of stars. So mathematically speaking, there's other life out there. Have they visited our little corner of shit? They want to study us. They want to harm us. They want to cohabitate with us. It's the wish thought of a sad, lonely species who lived in caves and then lived under kings and died of the Black Plague. They're not here. They tra- You're telling me they traveled light. They conquered light speed. They conquered traveling through the cosmos. But they can't get past 1930s U.S. government. The aliens. <laughs> 1930s U.S. government shut the aliens down. Who traveled the speed of fucking light. No. We're alone. They're not here. And my wife says we should recycle more. And I always say you know what's going to happen? The earth is going to swallow us whole. And then we'll keep on ticking. Maybe that concrete racism of the 30s stopped them. They were so racist back in the 30s. Like they that concrete racism. Where they were like. Not only are we racist, but we're right about being racist. Maybe that's what stopped the aliens. Because now, the racism we got now is very weak. It's a weak racism. So maybe now the aliens are starting to slip through. Hey, what do I know? I'm not a scientist. I'm just tooting. Dude, we have amazing cameras and telescopes pointed at space at all times taking pictures we have cameras on mars and the moon taking pictures you know what they're taking pictures of cold dead rock right but you're telling me in secure air space in america these aliens are just doing some reconnaissance tooting around a little bit i don't know i mean it's fun to think about yeah it is What's probably then we don't because then we don't have to deal with how shitty life is. I know. I think that's the thing. So the theory that I've heard proposed, which makes the most sense, but it's the least fun, is that in the fifties, when everybody's worried about a, atomic bombs destroying the earth. Yeah, distract them. They're like, let's create this like alien hoax and we'll put some like metal shit down and then the guy will come and see the metal shit and then we'll come back and we'll replace it with some weather balloons look like we're doing a cover up but it's actually just a complete hoax and that way people start talking about aliens and quit worrying about actual shit and then pandemic happens so they're like oh let's release this tic-tac video of probably a hologram of some kind or some who knows well anything can be faked now and also, I don't know if you've noticed on oh, your. I got I got Taylor guitars on the phone. Let's let's have a chat. Hey, hello. Hello. 
Hello, may I speak to Bob Schneider? This is Bob Schneider. Hey, Bob. Uh, this is Jeffrey calling you from Taylor Guitars. How are you doing today? Hi, Jeffrey. You're on my podcast right now. Is that okay? Oh, I am. Great. <laughs> You're, oh, well, um, I, have I, a, I, have a, I have a million followers that are listening to us right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Hello, world. <laughs> hey, Jeffrey. Great. Well, I can call you back when you're done with your podcast, Robert. I'll be done in about I'll be done in about fifteen minutes if you want to call me back. All right, I'll call you back later. All right, All right. thanks a lot. All right. All right. Here's the thing, and we're going to wrap this up before we. This has been a very uplifting episode. We're going to go into Secret Weekly, but here's the deal: I've been traveling the country now for a couple of years, and here's what's happening in every major city: absolute fucking chaos. People shitting in the streets. People doing drugs in the streets abandoned buildings and that's not good um people are real upset people have no future people can't buy a house young people can't get a job people can't ask people out on dates people men young men are listening to jordan peterson and jerking off playing video games all women are turning gay uh the, the world is just changing and instead of the people who control a lot of this uh making some changes they just go Sprinkle a little of that alien dust on them. In 1984, in Orwell, they called them. They called us the proles, and they would just give them alcohol and pornography. This is all that is. They're just dousing society with little wish think, little look over here. Do, 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 hey, what's that? And then you don't have to notice that all of our major cities are burning down and that houses are impossible to buy and that there's no future anymore. So that's what it is. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of validity to what you're saying. Well, write in Bob and Clint at gmail.com. If this is what we talked about now, just imagine what the Secret Weekly is going to be like. The Secret Weekly is basically at this point, it's a fucking survival shelter. So if you want to survive what's coming up, you better get in that Secret Weekly, get your radiation suit on and snug up because we about to get we about to toot down to that fucking secret weekly like there's no tomorrow to tomorrow to tomorrow to tomorrow to 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 I okay you okay you not okay I not okay <laughs>